0: Hello, hello, and welcome to the Rock Roll Podcast. I am your host, John Harris. On my right hand side is my right hand man, Gabriel. And today on the Rock Roll Podcast we have Hate Ball, who has a new EP called Undead, which was released in February. Right now I'm being joined by Shaggy to share some more information about Hate Ball, what Hate Ball's got going on, why Hate Ball is so undead and unbreakable. And yeah, what they've got, what they've been up to, as far as this whole lockdown quarantine situation has been concerned. So, Shaggy, welcome to the show. <laughs> Hi, man. How are you doing? I'm doing fabulous. You are actually my first call for the day, so I am bright-eyed and bushy-tailed.
1: Wow. Here we go. I'm honored.
0: <laughs> you should be honored, my good man.
1: <laughs> oh, waking up to a husky Scottish voice.
0: What you made of? Oh man, I can do a lot of accents. Scottish, not really so much. I can do like bairn. he's bairnin'.
1: <laughs> right on the money there. Thank you. <laughs> you could you could fit in like a chameleon. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there was somebody I was chatting with once, and that that word, impro- I was like, "Man, how do I dissect this accent? It's it's crazy in all the good ways." I'm not trying to sound like offensive or anything. Uh um, oh,
1: we don't take offense, don't worry about that. <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> we know we sound ridiculous. <laughs> I'm
0: like, how do I do this? And he kept he kept there was a song that had the word burn in it and he kept saying burn and I was like it's burn, not ban. Where is the A and the I? I'm so confused. Uh but then I was like, anyway, that's my that's my key into it. That's my door into it. Yeah. <laughs> Beautiful. Well, <laughs> to be perfectly honest, I'm from Canada, so we have a lot of uh, over on the East Coast, a lot of people who sound—they're from Canada, like generations in—but they sound like they're from Ireland or from Scotland. its gets crazy. We
1: oh, yeah. we say a boot as well. <laughs> I'll get that from South Park. I don't actually know if people say a boot, but
0: <laughs> they, do, do they, that. <laughs> they do over there. That's where we got it from. Ah, there you go.
1: Mm-hmm. See, what's that all about?
0: I don't know, eh? <laughs> Beautiful. Well, speaking of. Undead, which is the, the first track that we're going to chat about here, which is the title track of the EP, I guess my yeah. first question is, is it just about zombies? Is that what this track is about? Um, <laughs> it is not,
1: actually. Uh, I came into the band in a strange place. I was like um, a replacement uh, vocalist, if you will. Um, and they just said before I came to the first band practice, if you could write a song to the songs that they already had, so they already had the tracks written, so it was just a, uh, just for me, to, to see if it could work, to see if I knew how to write songs and whatever. So it was just something I had going on. I listened to like more metalcore stuff. So uh, like a lot of In Hearts Wake, Parkway Drive, and they're all uh, they pushed the environmental stuff, uh, global warming and stuff. So Undead was originally my take on that. It was about like deforestation and stuff. Um, so I thought. In my mind, it came up in a conversation at some point that me and a few of my friends were talking about it and it came about that I made some kind of imagery or metaphor, like a zombie apocalypse would be to us what we kind of are to the rainforest and stuff like that. And then I joined up with this band and realised that they all wore masks and stuff. So it almost fitted in quite well. So I kind of passed off to them for a while that it was just about being... Uh, scary and monstery and hateballish, <laughs> which they liked. And then, as we got in, I kind of told them it's not really just about zombies, but it's music. <laughs> be, you take from it what you will. Yeah, it's got two <laughs> meanings who you. Are. That's
0: awesome. It's got two meanings. It's got the cool meaning because you want to be able to fit in, and then it's got you know the real meaning on the inside.
1: Well, yeah, it was the first day uh, song I wrote from scratch with them. Um, <laughs> It
0: worked out nicely. Yeah, I mean, you know, I don't know. Obviously, what kind of what kind of group of guys they are, but if you had come to my band practice and said, "Guys, I wrote this song," and you told me exactly what you said, I probably would have. I'd be standing with a guitar because that's what I play, and I'd probably have a guitar pick in my mouth, and then like the guitar pick would drop and the guitar would drop, but I'd be like, "You're the coolest dude I've ever met." <laughs> uh, hopefully, you can sing as well as you can come up with great ideas, and then uh, you know we'd go from there or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah my talent
1: can make um, global warming sound like a zombie apocalypse they'll take it one song will do
0: Exa- exactly uh, but no I mean it definitely brings up a really interesting interesting uh, side topic because speaking of this whole lockdown quarantine situation and uh, you know global warming and pollution and all those uh, wonderful things that have been on hold the earth seems to be repairing a bit it has it has it's
1: just done a good job know um, that we have much wildlife here anyway. I think there's like three more deers than there used to be. Um, <laughs> I think somebody saw a seal at the beach. That was big news. Uh, <laughs> such as living in Scotland.
0: This is true. You know, you see some wildlife and just all of a sudden you feel this rampant surge in your in your bones to just, I don't know, go kill it and have a, <laughs> a, a feast for your family. And all of a sudden you're back in tune with, you know, your heritage. Well, oh there's more haggis than usual running a bit <laughs> you see that you call that a deer i call that haggis in the making <laughs> well,
1: i don't even know what's on haggis when i get started on that
0: subject <laughs> i'm a chef so i can tell you that it's usually a protein of some kind lamb or whatever i think is a supposedly traditional uh and then a bunch of oats as filler uh, and then you, you grind up all the pieces and the whole thing, kind of make like a big giant sausage, stuff it inside of one of its organs, which I think is the stomach, but I'm probably wrong on that one. Um, oh, <laughs> yeah, I've never had it. It sounds delicious, but I, I've never had it. I hear it's gross, but maybe people just don't like lamb. I love lamb, though.
1: Oh, it's, it's great. It doesn't taste like lamb. I know.
0: It doesn't. It just tastes like agus. Yeah. Well, nothing much beats it. <laughs> I bet beautiful so I mean I guess my my next question then is uh, Shags I'm pretty sure I'm call you Shags we're like we're best friends Ooh, now Oh,
1: I know you're my mom but Oi. she'll not get fun on this podcast
0: <laughs> do you then feel that you know as you wrote this song and then you're seeing what's what's happening with the earth having a chance to repair itself before you know moments before as we're talking now anyway as we're recording this moments before we undo everything and go right back to dumping trash into the river um what? Well, that's what so <laughs> people do. That's kind of what we're chatting about. <laughs> uh, you know, speaking of which, we're finding PPE in, in the ocean and whatnot from you know from the medical facilities and what, and all that stuff. So, do you find that this song is a little more relevant today, or maybe not more relevant, but takes on I don't know maybe more of a special meaning for you? Um, for me personally,
1: uh, yeah. Uh, for the people who know what I wrote it about originally, which. Isn't many people who listen to their music. Most people think it's about zombies. So um, for them, people, probably not. <laughs> Depends what you took from the song. But for, you know, it's, it's an environment. It's a big deal. You know, without it, we're all dead. So it doesn't matter how much PPE we wear. You know, there's a metaphor in there somewhere. That'll be a song in the future.
0: Yeah, next album. Yeah. <laughs> Groovy. Now, the other thing, too, is that it's a title track of the EP, so is it like a standalone track lyrically, or is it something that kind of sums up the whole EP, or you guys just thought it would sound cool to call the EP Undead?
1: Um, well, originally, the song was called Army of the Undead, and um, I don't know if, how far you've looked into us that well, but we all wear like masks and stuff on stage, so it kind of it was to let people know that we are the type of clowns that wear masks and um make full of ourselves as well as letting you know that what's on the it's kind of molded everything together like what you see from the band and what you get from listening to it it just fit
0: <laughs> it's important to wear a mask so that nobody knows that you're actually an accountant who works at the bank across the street
1: <laughs> well i work in a pub where everyone knows who i am so. <laughs>
0: I'm getting away from it. Beautiful. Now, the next track, Unbreakable, I'm noticing a theme here. um, Undead, Unbreakable. Now, when it comes to the track Unbreakable, what does it mean? Is it Tupperware? Like, if I drop, you know, a plastic jar of pickles, it won't break? I never
1: thought about that Tupperware way. It was more like, um, oh, like people just let stuff just get to them. And it was a way, like, to get people to interact with our music a bit. We thought, we'll get a song that everybody can kind of relate to. I mean, for me personally, eh, I went to eh, quite a Catholic forward school, let's say. And whenever I was walking about, we all had to wear, like, proper uniform that was green, so it stood out. Eh, So every other school kind of knew who we were. And I used to get stuff from, from people at school for being um, a metalhead, but in a Catholic school, you're technically a Satanist from uh, the word go. <laughs> as soon as you know you in and listening to people screaming, yeah, that was it. So I uh, called a Satanist at school and outside the school, I got stuff for um, going to a Catholic school. So I never really took it. but I, I take everything as kind of a laugh, which is what we do as a band. The like, only real seriousness is the lyrics and the music. On stage, we kind of like to have more fun. But uh, I've seen more people like my pals at school and stuff. They suffered with that a bit more. And then I met up with the guys uh, for the first time. And the more I got to know them, they had these, like, issues, problems, you know, things going on in life, as everyone does. And I just wanted to get out there that it doesn't matter, like, what's going on. Um, don't Even if it eventually beats you, you just don't let it break you physically, like, If that thing, if you beat you just don't don't let it get to you too badly, which is what we were kind of getting from that song. And (laughs) it became from a song that we didn't really think we were going to be on the EP to begin with. It was kind of like a fight between the two or three songs. It became, it's it's our most listened to track. I don't know if uh, in some strange way about uh, the isolation and quarantine stuff maybe helped that, but it blew up I don't know if people took more Like they realised how much It meant to them or something I don't know But it kind of blew up after that So it's A lot of people seem to identify with it Which is what the aim The aim was to make us relatable We weren't just idiots wearing masks and running about
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah that's the thing about You know KISS They weren't just a bunch of idiots in, in makeup They they were relatable Yeah um, <coughs> Or, uh, or or Slipknot, they were they were relatable. But um, actually, oddly enough, I don't know if it's a good thing or not. I've been listening to a lot of Slipknot as of lately, and I find them significantly more relatable now. Watching Humanity Burn than I think I ever have.
1: Um.
0: Oh yeah, metal, metal, metal's back.
1: There was never that time it was dying. Then it's back now. There's never been more relatable. Yeah, I don't right. think anyone wants to listen to pop acts talk about. Teenage boyfriend who chucked them fifty
0: years ago. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Mel's relatable now. It sure that is. Asshole. Well, yeah, and I mean, definitely with the the idea of unbreakable. You mentioned that there was a fight between a couple of songs, you know that uh, that could have made it on this particular EP. So, I mean, how did how did that fight go? Or, I mean, I guess, what was the decision to not just make it, you know, a longer EP or maybe even a full album? Or is there then a plan to release those other? Two or three songs on another body of work.
1: Uh, yeah, we've got uh, a lot more thingy, uh, a lot more lined up. With, uh, it was mostly because before I joined the band, um, so Hateball have been a band for about three or four years. I've only been in the band um, just over just over a year. Um, if you take away the quarantine years, <laughs> the quarantine weeks, not even a year, um, and the drummer as well. So had about falling out as far as I know, with the old guitarist and drummer, but the the music was all written by Duffy and Ging, who's our two guitarists now, and uh, Jaron, our uh, bassist. So that was all their kind of music anyway, apart from the lyrics that I rewrote all of them myself. So they already had an EP written um, and recorded. So um, they wanted to, they three they wanted to put newer songs out, if you know what I mean. They wanted to get the new stuff out, even though they had old stuff. But it sounded very different. Like we changed, like uh, Liam or the, the drummer. He was there just before me. Ted drumming's insane. Like I've been in a few bands. of no one's quite like Liam. Where I've uh, when I've been there. So yeah, there was a few songs. Like uh, the big one was Disgrace. That's what. Um, a few. I, I would prefer that. I would prefer that on it. But that's the one they had like a big music video too and all that. So uh, you may get that in future, maybe on an album or something with my vocals and the new drums and all that on it. So that's where the two of us wanted to play some of the old tracks that were on the old EP and redo them in our own way. Um, and they were a bit more, well, we want to get the new stuff out. So that's where the, I wouldn't say argument started, but that's where the conversation went.
0: Yeah. The argument. <laughs>
1: it's never an argument. They're all friendly people. <laughs> Despite what will look and sound like, everyone thinks Scottish people are arguing. With <laughs> genetically aggressive tone in the world.
0: <laughs> there, was, uh, there was a Scottish woman I used to work with who had uh, moved here for, for work uh, for a while, and then I think they eventually... Uh, moved back, but in the meantime, she would, if she got into an argument with somebody, she'd just look at them and say, "Did you want a Glasgow kiss? Is that what you want?" <laughs> uh, Glasgow kiss <laughs> I was like, could
1: you what remind me what be? that is?" <laughs> oh, damn! Um, just in your head, but someday, <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs>
1: <It's a Glasgow.
0: laughs> Beautiful. Uh, and then something you mentioned was a music video. So if you are listening in and you are digging the track on Breakable and you want to check out the music video, you can do so by going to today's show notes at www.therockmetalpodcast.ca. And uh, from what you were telling me, Shaggy, it is an isolation video. So I'm guessing this is something that you guys filmed independently and then sent it to somebody and, you know, edited the whole thing together. Yeah?
1: Yeah. We all just got free time. (laughs) So just done our only bits in the house. And um, we sent it to our drummer, actually, Liam. He worked it all out, he uh, sat and did hours of looking through our ridiculous nonsense of a, a recorded footage and managed to piece them all together into some kind of almost cohesive <laughs> video. We decided to do it. We're not wearing masks in the video, which was a bit... Uh, only Jaron did it, the drummer, I think. Liam might be wearing, I can't really remember. But we decided to go without it because it was like an isolation video and then we realized it was our first ever video, so people might not know we wear masks. So we just cut about calling ourselves masked metal and don't ever wear masks. So it's was a bit of a bold decision, but we were probably like being relatable.
0: Cool. All right. Now, <clears throat> these two tracks, Undead and Unbreakable, came from the EP called Undead. Now, I guess my, my big honking question is, you know, something you mentioned was there was um, a bit of discussion as far as which tracks were going to make it onto this particular EP. So, what was the intention in, in crafting this EP? What did you guys set out to create? Um, we just set out
1: to create something that people would enjoy, <laughs> which is an obvious thing to say. But, generally you know, we, we kind of get fed up um, a wee bit of metal bands, especially when you go see them live, like push a certain agenda quite often on albums and what they try to push their message and we just got a wee bit annoyed (laughs) about it to be honest and we just wanted to get out there relatable tracks every one of them has a kind of different meaning that we feel that the most people would I mean other than Undead they're not really convoluted messages they're very kind of straightforward they say what they mean so we'd rather just make it as simple and as possible like take most technicalities out we don't have them You know, many effects or pedals. We just like to get down dirty, keep it as raw as possible, and just blast out. So that when we get on stage, if the people there that are wanting to get loose that anger, do it with the lyrics and the music, but also have fun. So we kept it. We tried to keep it simple and keep it raw, and they they seemed like the best four tracks to get out. Just a way that people could find a release rather than try and push you know, a, a kind of message on people. Every song has a message, but the EP as a whole is just different ways to vent, if you will.
0: Yeah, very cool stuff. Now, normally we'd be chatting about all those summer festivals and tours, but instead the new question is, do you guys have any other news that maybe I didn't ask about with regard to what you guys have been up to behind the scenes? Um, we've been up
1: to uh, quite a bit here, here and there, than, uh, everyone's doing their bit, doing podcasts. Uh, we got new merch. Well, we're getting new merch started. Some of it's already done. Um, we sold our T-shirts on our old t shirts, which was a surprise enough to us. Uh, so we've been through all that. We've, uh, hopefully, we've got a festival happening, but I don't know if i will go ahead in September. It's called Hordes X. It's quite a, a big deal uh, in the Scottish underground scene. They've got quite big um, British bands playing this year, especially, there are some signed acts playing, but it's mostly underground bands. So uh, the headliner of it is Acid Rain. Uh, they're quite get, getting on the on the rise here. So we're looking forward to that. We're supposed to be opening that. We're supposed to be the openers of that uh, particular festival which would be good if it goes ahead because we might be the first band anyone's ever heard live for nearly a year. So that could be a bit of a riot. And um, hopefully we've got into the uh, final of a battle with the bands for, uh, and the people who uh, for Scotland. Uh, so that got cancelled. So hopefully that goes ahead within the next few months. And then we might, get to, we might see people at Bloodstock if we get that far.
0: Very cool stuff. All right. Well, Shaggy, unless there's anything else you wanted to throw out there, I just wanted to thank you for coming on to the Rock Metal Podcast. Thank
1: you for having me. That's all I have to (laughs) say.